Good morning and welcome to Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group Legal Lawful Constitutional Tender, a little thing known as wealth insurance, the physical delivery of gold and silver. It is what we do. We're coming up really on two and a half decades uh, here, right? 23 plus, getting ready to roll the clocks to 24. Speaking of the clocks, on Monday, I don't know, I guess it's Sunday, uh, but on Monday, uh, the clocks roll over. Let me tell you what that means for all of you out there in listening land. Absolutely nothing. Uh, we'll be on at 9 a.m. in Arizona time. Uh, we'll be on at uh, 10 a.m. Colorado time. Uh, just like we have been, this will be uh, one of the first years ever uh, where we don't move. Uh, we used to... Uh, moved there in Colorado for a number of years. Uh, we are not going to be doing that any longer. Uh, the only change will actually be for me. I'll actually be going through the Phoenix board uh, instead of the Colorado board. And, and uh, so Ramon will be picking us back up. We're excited about that. Uh, I think we've got it all worked out. You never know. Usually the first time we, we try anything new, we break something. But we think we've got it. We think we're ready for it. Uh, so those of you that didn't know, yes, Daylight Savings Time uh, coming to a time zone near you this weekend, unless you are smart enough uh, to live right here in Arizona because we're dumb enough to say, hey, you know what, the sun's going to be on, however long the sun's going to be on, no no reason uh, to change the clocks. Uh, Halloween, right, got Halloween coming up, uh, the trick-or-treaters, uh, all of those things, we, we don't... Uh, Expect a big turnout where we live, so uh, I don't know if that's good, bad, or the other. Be safe out there. This is a big economic week. Uh, this is going to be, uh, it's a split week. So we've got well, the end of the month coming this week, which means we're going to get all the jobs numbers this week. Uh, expectations for jobs created a very low for the U.S. this month. Uh, but don't worry. Uh, they're going to blame that on GM, but uh, less than 100,000 jobs expected. That'll be out on Friday. Uh, we have Federal Reserve meetings. Yep, so we got the Federal Reserve, right? They're huddled up, right? They drove in in all their limos, and they're going to have the big meeting uh, to tell us that the mid-cycle adjustment continues well you know we don't know yet it's not 100 percent, but everyone believes we're going to get another quarter of a point rate cut uh, i really expect this to be very much like all the other mid-cycle adjustment rate cuts that we've been getting all year long which i'll neither confirm or deny that anything is good and or bad right right well you know we we think it's good but uh, just in case, and maybe it's okay, and we're not sure what happened to inflation, and, well, you got uncertainties, but we think it's okay, right? Well, you're going to get the whole thing. They don't know. You know, one of the reasons, uh, like you needed more, but one of the big reasons why you always have some wealth insurance is because they truly don't know. Despite all the data and all the things that they do, they have no clue. And you think about all the operations. You know, when you're using the word operations and you're a central bank, that's usually not a good thing. 
You know, obviously, as a human, when you're like, oh, hey, i got to have an operation tomorrow, you know, you're like, oh, hey, I hope everything works out there. The Federal Reserve conducts these operations now on a daily basis, providing all of this liquidity. And and I love, I, I will say this, Wall Street, these guys are, uh, they're, they're, they're positive people. But again, it's why I always say be diversified. Uh, I think the S&P. I think the S and P's at an all time high, but it's you know we we've seen this now for like two years. It barely gets there and then falls back. Uh, today is the one day where there's not a lot of economic data, uh, but some of the data just to give you uh, besides the jobs, we got GDP. This will be first look third quarter. First look third quarter GDP uh, one six right now one point six is the expectation, and really anything from 1.2 to 2.2, somewhere in there, uh, I think 1.6 is probably about right. Uh, this will be uh, the worst number that we have seen in, uh, in the Trump presidency. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how the central bank, because it's the same day the Fed cuts rates. So that will be on a, I believe it's on a Wednesday now. So we'll have a, a Fed rate cut. Or actually, we'll actually get GDP first. We'll get GDP first. Then I think our Fed rate cut. Uh, expected to take the Fed funds rate down to uh, one and a half to one seven five, uh, and uh, then we've got all the other data: uh, jobs data, jobless claims. Uh, we got ADP. We got ISM, PMI. I mean, you name it. They all the big data points coming Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, but today is the one day, uh, not a lot of data. We, we got the terrorist al-Baghdadi in, in Syria. I think this, now, hopefully we got him. And, and I say that not to be, you know, cynical or anything, but uh, I know Obama said they got him once, and, and they didn't. Uh, but, but apparently we got him. Uh, he was, I guess, the figurehead of ISIS in that area. Of course, let's let's face it, created by us when uh, we invaded Iraq. But uh, I think that's a positive thing. Uh, the president treating, uh, tweeting today, uh, telling everyone to enjoy the stock market. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. By the way, I've had, I've got horrible news. It happened uh, yesterday. My wife and I went to Costco. And I don't go into Costco on the weekend. It's always a bad idea. <laughs> That's bad enough news. But no, we went to Costco. And believe it or not, we bought our first Christmas gifts already. Yeah, it's not even Halloween. But, you know, it gets expensive. I mean, I you know, we got two kids that are older, right? You know, their one's 20, the other one's 16. And everything that they want costs a lot of money. You know, it's not like you, you know, when, when we were growing up, right, you, you got the uh, matchbox cars or, you know, maybe a football or a basketball uh, you know, something like that. Now the uh, the I can't say what it is because maybe my kids are listening. I doubt it, but maybe 
So I don't want to say what it is, but uh, it was on sale. And so anyway, yes, I apologize to everybody uh, as we all have to suffer through it. Uh, Christmas is here, whether we like it or not. Speaking of being here, somebody's here today that hasn't been here in a long time. And uh, she had uh, she had a little uh, surgery done. Yes, you plug it in, Wendy. In, into yes, there you go. Obviously, you have now up. Oh, see, too late. She missed it. Uh, Wendy had uh, uh, a partial knee replacement, and uh, she has missed a couple of weeks, uh, but she's back already. Walking around, actually, fairly well. It's amazing, I guess, uh, how well they can do those things. So I guess uh, welcome back, Wendy. Uh, people were uh, missing you. She's trying to figure out how to turn the microphone on. There it is. Say hi. Can, can you hear me? A little bit. Be, be louder. Be closer. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Hi, I'm back. Did everybody miss you? Everybody, if she asked you... You missed me. You say yes, yes, yes. She asked me today. I, I, I was worried it was a trick question, uh, but I came up with the right answer. Yes, he missed me. I said yes. Actually, today is four weeks. Was it four weeks? Yeah, I was out three weeks because I had the surgery on the 7th. Uh, first two weeks were rough. Um, I'm walking. I had 20 staples. Um, it's great how they just do that, right? Just, uh, just staple it. Yeah, just staple it. <laughs> my, 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 my scar is pretty icky. Um, and I still have pain down the leg because the nerves are, you know, coming back. But I said, you know what? I got to get out of the house. I'll go bother Joe. So this was really what it was, is you just wanted to, to get out of the house and come and bother me. That's correct. Okay. That's there correct. you go. See? Yeah. Sometimes people like me. It's very rare, but every once in a while. Well, listen, we're all glad you're back. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, glad you're I'm back. back. I'm glad too. it went well. Yep. It's all and, good. And uh, I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, I, you know, you seem to be doing really well. I am. I, I, I am. I can drive because it's the left leg. I started driving last week, actually. And uh, I ice a lot. You know, you got to yeah, put it up. Great. you got to ice. But other than that, you know, I'm glad to be back and just... Um, call me and buy coins. There you go. 800-951-0592. Uh, the wonderful Wendy is is back. Yes, yes. Wendy's like, the headset. Yes, we're getting new ones. It's old. You know, we've had it a long time. I know. We're all old. Oh, so, anyway, getting back to the show. The fact that we had to buy uh, some Christmas. But this is our new strategy. We're, we're really... Setting a budget this year more than we have in the past, and uh, you know, spreading it out because it's it just again. I know they say there's no inflation. I mean, I I don't know where there isn't. You know, when we go to the supermarket, when we go to to Costco, things are more expensive than ever. I mean, you don't get out of there. I mean, it's funny. A hundred dollars is nothing. It is nothing. And I think back, you know, we we did the show on Friday about all the things that they've done, all the rules that they've changed when it comes to to your money. And it doesn't matter to you today, 
right? Because today, right, the S and P hit a hit a new high, right, and and they're all excited, and mostly because right, the Fed's lowering rates, uh, the 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 amount of liquidity that has to be dumped into the banks is kind of getting scary now, but sh- it's okay as long as we think that. Uh, GDP numbers are falling again. Uh, you know, we're back, you know, this was kind of the Obama GDP, right? Uh, somewhere between, you know, one and a half and two percent. We're kind of right back there again now. Uh, the only difference is deficits are a trillion plus dollars. Uh, then how about this one? On, on Friday after the bell, this data came out that only one fifth of businesses surveyed by the National Association for Business said that their companies have hired workers in the last three months. So just 20%. By the way, that was at 33% in the summer. So another uh, slowdown now. We're down from 33 to 20%. Uh, the uh, the broadest measures of job gains in this survey, by the way, uh, the lowest level since October 2012. Uh, and again, I think this will fit. We'll see what happens with the jobs number Thursday. Uh, but like I said, I'm telling you, it's probably going to be under uh, and maybe well under 100,000 jobs. They say hiring says uh, slowdown coming. More business reporting slower growth. And lower sales in profits. Now I know, I saw it today. Somebody said, oh yeah, well, uh, S&P's getting new highs on good economic data. Or good earnings. I'm like, earnings really haven't been so hot. They've been okay. And of course, they're the earnings that are non-GAAP earnings, so... Uh, What are the real earnings? We'll find out when when taxes get reported by these companies. Uh, But the non-GAAP earnings, I guess they've been okay, right? No, I think the best one really was had to be Tesla. But everybody said the Tesla numbers were so junked up. (laughs) You know, the non-GAAP numbers were so, no one actually believed it. I guess that was my point. Uh, but they were probably the best one. Everybody else, so the banks were okay. You know, I don't know about okay. They were okay. You know, C C type level. Uh, even the big stocks. Uh, we'll get Alphabet tonight. Uh, Amazon wasn't good, right? Amazon missed on both the top and the bottoms. Uh, Microsoft was okay. You know, we, we we've gotten a lot of okay. Uh, Caterpillar wasn't good. Boeing wasn't good. But even now, the, you know, even the bad companies, they're making you pay that premium. Just be careful. Am I telling you to get out of Wall Street? No, I've never told you that. But be careful. Be careful. Uh, but now they're saying, hey, businesses, not only are they hiring a lot less, they're now saying that uh, sales are being cut into the biggest part was they said that only a third said their firms had lifted pay in the past three months. That's down from over half from this summer. So half of the employee employers were raising wages in the summer. Now it's down to a third and falling. 
Uh, most of the people in the survey, and again, this is a survey, so I always take it with a grain of salt because I don't believe that half the people are raising pay, by the way, at any means, but we'll go with it. Thirty Only 39% said that their sales rose in the last three months. That was down from 61% a year earlier. So you, you see this, I, I mean, with bigger, much bigger slowdown. Only 38% said they expect so, uh, sales to rise in the next three months. Also down uh, 31%. So so I think this is kind of setting us up, what, for a, a lower jobs number uh, to come out on Friday. We'll have to wait and see. And then also over the weekend, this was the one that concerned me the most. The loan market starting to freeze up again, talking about a glowing risk or growing risk of a credit accident. Whoops! <laughs> what happened? Oh, I had an accident, right? You know, right now, I guess you can think about all of the stuff the Fed's doing. It's like a big giant depends, right? Hey, let, let's just put your, your depends on. And that way, when you go to bed at night, in case we have an accident, we got you covered, right? The same kind of thing uh, happening. But this was a, a a report that came out on the 24th talking about credit issuance uh, that was starting to, well, see signs of trouble. Uh, lenders threw money at companies giving them a billion-dollar term loans for seven years at a speed of only 500 basis points over the LIBOR rate. This was really a problem with the loan market that, uh, that has to deal with this, what they're calling junk that would normally not otherwise be done. Uh, they're saying that wholesale ratings downgrades tend to come a year or so after the crisis has begun. And they're saying that the, a, secondary, a secondary decline in financial asset uh, prices could be on the way. Here's what they're saying. That there's not a lot of banks willing to take on this low interest rate garbage that they've lent out to, to all, all of these companies. And now they're worried, kind of like the repo market, that we could have another surge again in these rates. I don't know. I, I Again, we're, we're talking about these little parts of the house. Remember, we talked about the repo auctions. It's a, oh, it's a, it's a part of the market most people don't understand. And I'm thinking, well, isn't this the part of the market that we should be paying the most attention to? Right? All the, the, the parts that all of a sudden could prevent banks from loaning money to people, right? Of all the things, shouldn't that be the thing we're concerned the most about? Uh, oh, not to be out to, uh, outdone. You know what else came out today? It actually came out over the weekend. Again, a lot of stuff came out over the weekend. I'm not used to that. They're talking about 
one of the largest subprime auto lenders in the world. Standard Consumer USA. It said that it had $26.3 billion of subprime auto loans that of June 30th that it either owned and carried on its books or it had packaged into subprime auto loans, backed securities, and sold them to investors in terms of the loan that it collects payments. They're saying that 14.5% of borrowers were delinquent. Wow. According to S&P Global, I'm not making this up, by the way. Uh, I'm getting this, by the way, Wolf Richter. Nobody does a better job, in my opinion, in the auto markets, especially uh, from heavy trucks uh, to to quality loans. Uh, But Bloomberg confirming S&P Global now saying 14.5% of all subprime auto loans now delinquent. By the way, that's the highest since the crash. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Sponsored by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, this broadcast continues the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and stands against forces that mock traditional values, slander America, and redefine the family. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Phyllis Schlafly Eagles reported on the advent of drag queen story hours several months ago. These disturbing and downright demonic events have picked up steam and found their way into public libraries all across the country. Not only in liberal states, but in the heartland, too. As they've spread, though, awareness and opposition have spread as well. Petitions are popping up from the local to the national level, and parents are springing into action to defend their communities from these disgusting shows. Many Phyllis Schlafly Eagles have been on the front line of this battle, and we're always looking for the best way to arm them and all conservatives who answer the call to activism. You need to know about our one-pagers, fast fact sheets produced by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles on a variety of important topics that you need to know about and how to take action on. Our Drag Queen Story Hour one-pager has spread to every corner of the country. Phyllis Schlafly took pride in delivering more facts and fewer words, and we work hard to maintain that legacy. Our one-pagers cover topics from constitutional threats to moral warnings in our culture. From threats against the Electoral College to advancing the heartbeat bill in every state, we're constantly building an arsenal of one-page fact sheets that can help to arm you and your friends and family with the facts and action items on any given topic. As many great national and regional movements and petitions grow against these despicable drag queen story hours, find out how you can take action in your hometown. Go to phyllisschlafly.com and print out the Drag Queen Story Hour one-pager to find out how you can locate and stand up to these perverse events that are targeting our kids. Phyllis Schlafly knew that the key to any effective conservative group was an army of activists who were tuned into their communities and knew how to make themselves effective in voicing support or opposition for issues they cared about. Again, visit phyllisschlafly.com today to find out more about our one-pagers and print them out. Join the Eagles and be an effective advocate for our nation. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The traditional family is the building block of our communities and country. That's why it's imperative to support strong marriages, respect fathers, and champion stay-at-home moms. 
At phyllisschlafly.com, we oppose the liberal attempt to redefine the family. To join us, visit phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Hiring at seven-year lows. According to S&P Global, they're saying that auto loan defaults. Now, some of them are bad. This company here, this standard consumer, they're like one of the worst. But they said that overall subprime auto loans that have been packaged into these asset-backed securities. Here we go again, right? The same thing that we talked about. Remember the article before was saying, hey, we may have a problem in the loan market. This is what they're talking about. See, they, they do these things. And think about it this way. Think about every car out there. And let's just say, I don't know what, 80, 90% of the cars out there, someone's making a payment on. Doesn't matter if it's a lease or, or uh, a purchase, right? Someone's making payments on it. They tear these loans up. Think about your own car. Chop it up, and, and who knows how many thousand pieces? Is it 1,000, 10,000, 100,000? Nobody's really quite sure. And they package them up with all these other cars out there, right? So, so when you buy these asset-backed securities, you're buying like one ten-thousandth of like 10,000 different cars, right? You know, kind of thinking, hey, well, we're spreading it out, right? And, and as long as too many people don't default, it'll be fine. Well, apparently, at least with subprime. The defaults are getting worse, and according to Fitch, now this, again, this is Fitch, on the subprime auto loans that they put into these asset-backed securities, right, they're calling them ABSs, right, the, you know, you all remember the crisis and all these tranches and and all these loans that they packaged up, same thing we're talking about here is now the the delinquency rates are the highest in more than two decades. 60-day delinquency rates surged to 5.93%. It's almost 6% of all subprime autos out there are now in default. Uh, by the way, the peak of the uh, financial crisis, 504 So we're actually a little bit worse. Here's the good news. I'm going to give you good news. There's good news. If you're not a subprime borrower, those ones are doing good. Those ones are uh, right at the uh, historic averages here. Uh, that part of the market still holding up. So, again, you know, more of the the haves versus the have-nots. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the, the one thing that I found was interesting is as we looked at consumer and consumer credit and consumer cash flow and consumer balance sheets. You know, the the haves versus the have-nots. 
how big of a problem is it? Because that's really the one that's kind of hard to define, right? We know about, uh, you know, GM, hopefully, right, going to get back to work, but they were striking. They want more money. All the teachers want more. Everybody wants more money. Uh, the, the fast food industry wants $15 an hour. California getting ready to, to, to really, this is just my personal opinion, and I could be wrong, but this new gig economy is a bunch of bull. Now, having said that, if California passes the law that they're getting, looks like they're getting ready to pass, game changer. A lot of jobs are going to be lost with it uh, because it's one of those things where uh, if if all of a sudden these companies got to treat these, you know, let's call them what they are, Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, right? I'm going to deliver your food driver. He makes them be employees. Huge amount of cost added to the equation. Uh, and, and again, I think would be very interesting. One of the things that keeps this thing looking better than what it is is that gig economy stuff. But uh, J.P. Morgan was out there, and I want to say this happened on on Friday, because they they don't want you to know this. They don't want to put it out during the week. They're saying now that there are signs that U.S. households are starting to feel stretched, making it harder for them to continue propping up the economy. The evidence is showing up. On the debt side, according to J.P. Morgan, serious delinquencies. Now, I just told you about subprime autos. J.P. Morgan says, not just there, on credit cards, on auto debt, student loan debt, have all been creeping up in recent quarters. Matter of fact, it's been about the last year or so, maybe... Maybe even a year and a half we've started to see this. It has pushed some banks to start setting aside more money to cover bad loans and tightening lending standards for credit cards and other consumer loans. So now think about it. The the bank's starting to try to provide some, you know, need liquidity. At the same time, they're like, you know what, we can't really start giving out more loans because uh, the consumer is starting to look stretched out. It's kind of one of those things that we you know, we just got to watch out for. Is it going to happen? I don't know. But it's something that is very, very concerning, at least for me. I'm like, okay, is this really the trend? Businesses over the weekend in their little survey said, hey, we're down to only 20% of businesses hiring. Most of us that hire, we're not paying more. So that kind of bodes with what Jamie Dimon is saying. We're in a more fragile situation when consumers are more skittish. They say that many banks are also reacting, even as J.P. Morgan was calling the consumer quite strong earlier this month. They're saying that really when they look down at it, they think the strength, at least the the best part of the strength, has already passed them by. American Express set aside more loan loss provisions. 
Discover, Discover card said it lifted loan loss provisions by 8%, right? By the way, same number from Amex, 8%. Both of them, though, so, oh, no, no they're, 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 the consumer's strong. And that's where I, you know, I kind of get a little frustrated. I mean, you only you didn't you do ten? You probably my guess is they probably should have done ten, probably more than that even. But raising loan loss provisions eight percent and then saying the consumer's holding up well. By the way, those are direct quotes from Discover and American Express. When we return, I'll tell you how many households whose money doesn't equal their bills. 800-951-0592. So we just things to be aware of, right? We have, we know we got trouble with the banks and needing liquidity. Uh, the, the central bank now buying, you know, QE4, but don't call it that. The size of these auctions continues to have to rise. I wonder what they'll say about it in the meeting. My guess is as little as possible. But we'll have to seize. Then we hear from J.P. Morgan, who said during its earnings call, the consumer's doing quite well. Now, they they announced earnings a couple weeks ago. Over the weekend, one of their analysts says the exact opposite. Says, hey, we're starting to see some issues here. Right then, Fitch and S and P both warn about subprime auto loan defaults. Discover Card and American Express both have to increase low loss provisions by eight percent. But both of them on their conference call said the consumer's doing well. And then UBS. Now this one I. Don't believe everything you read, right? Don't believe everything I tell you. Always verify, which is what I do. I, I don't come out here unless, I, unless I'm pretty positive this is what's happened. In other words, uh, I want to see multiple sources, credible sources. If, if, and it happens, if I say something that is wrong, I will correct it. As soon as I realize it will be wrong, I'll absolutely correct it. So this one, I'm going to tell you it. But I don't know. According to UBS, 44% of consumers are not meeting their monthly uh, expenses. 44% of consumers are not meeting their monthly expenses Causing UBS to call it a two-tiered economy. Wow. Now, I hope that's not right. But it probably is. I, 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 don't, uh, I don't disagree with that whatsoever. Uh, and again, and I keep saying it, they say there's no inflation. I'm telling you, my wife and I, we are on a whole new Christmas program this year. Uh, we've never... Never have bought a Christmas present 
this early, uh, and we're doing it this year because not because we want to. Though, and, and again, was it a good deal? Sure, but it more has to do with, hey, this is what we can afford, right? Monthly, right? We we can't, you know, no longer. Hey, we we can't spend, you know, a thousand dollars a kid and do it two weeks before Christmas. It just won't work. Got to spread it out, right? It's kind of like, look at auto loans. What's the big thing with auto loans? Years. Time. How much time? Right? Used to be you have a, an auto loan would be three years. Right? And then, and then it was four years. And then most of as I became an adult, it was five. And then, then it went to six. And then it went to seven. Now, new car loans, eight years. And the reason is simple. Because they have to spread it out. Right? They, they have to spread out the payment. They, hey, listen, if it was only a five-year loan, there's no way I could be able to afford it. Right, I need more time. Spread, spread me out. Give me, give me eight years, nine years, ten. Years. I, I would imagine eventually this will come to housing. Right, forget about a thirty-year mortgage. Uh, we're going to need a fifty-year mortgage. But don't worry; they'll still tell us hey, there, there's no inflation and everything is going to be wonderful. Uh, and this is why you put gold away. All of these things, right? You, you just put it away. And then you hope, hey, listen, I want these guys to, to keep it together. Right? I would love it if Jay Powell actually knew what he was doing. I would. I, I would. It'd be great. Uh, but, but everything he does is an indication that he doesn't. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, here on a Monday, this is going to be a big week. Today's the slow day. Not a lot of economic data out. Uh, we had a few earnings out, nothing to really speak of. Uh, the the big stuff starts tomorrow, uh, Wednesday being probably the biggest day. Uh, Federal Reserve rate cut, uh, most likely right now. You know, Wall Street's got it at ninety three percent, right? Right. But again, I don't really know that it's been helping. They've been cutting rates. Rates are going to be 1.5%. Has it helped? I mean, the economy is continuing to slow. GDP is going to come out Wednesday. They're, they're at least right now saying 1.6%. And you think about the amount of money, the amount of debt that we've had to go into to get it. Matter of fact, uh, I haven't even checked the debt clock. Let me check it. I wonder if we crossed twenty-three trillion. I know that uh, on Friday uh, we were closing in. I think we were what less than ninety billion dollars away from twenty-three trillion. I was hoping we could get to the end of the year. Yeah, there you go. Now we're like seventy-five billion dollars away uh, from twenty-three trillion dollars. Yeah, it'll be fine. We're a big economy. We can print as much money as we like. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up.
800-951-0592. Final segment here on this Monday. The Dow's up 90. Uh, news again is the strong earnings, which they're not. I don't know how else to say it. I, I want them to be. They're just not. Uh, Non-GAAP accounting uh, earnings, better, okay, I guess. But those really don't count. Uh, why they're allowed to do it, just it makes no sense. If they really cared about our financial well-being, we would get generally accepted accounting practices as the audience. But we don't. And they promised us that after the dot-com crash. Right now you think P.E. ratio is right way back up there again. We've let them do the same thing to us again. How long will it last? I don't know. I mean, could we get another, you know, three months, six months, a year out of We could. Sure, anything's possible. Uh, but it just makes the crash that much worse. Uh, the other one, though, was trade deal progress. Um. We got that again on <laughs> we got that on Friday, uh, but but the president tweeted out again that you know we're gonna get the you know a partial deal. Looks like the partial deal, not much of a deal. Uh, looks like China's gonna agree to go back to buying the same amount of food they were buying before the tariff. So if you go back to 2017. China purchased about $20 billion worth of agricultural products, and they had been been purchasing that for the last several years, like 2015, 2016, 2017, right around that $20 billion level. Uh, They're going to go back there. We're going to agree to no more tariffs, and they're going to talk about possibly letting some financial institutions uh, not have to have a Chinese partner. Uh, so remember why we started the trade war. We wanted them to stop stealing our stuff. Uh, that's not part of phase one. I don't know how many phases either. I mean, is it two phases, three phases, four phases? Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. The art of the deal, I missed this chapter uh, when I read Art of the Deal. Don't know if that, And I don't mean to be critical of the president. Someone's got to do something, but... but uh, Unfortunately, Larry Kudlow has been uh, gotten the president's ear, but we'll see. Too early to tell. Haven't seen it yet. Uh, get get ready. Uh, Ford just announcing that they're going to be laying off 450 workers. Uh, they're going to discontinue the flex crossover. Uh, so another. Another car company, you know, General Motors just settled its strike, and I think about it, what a great deal for GM. Uh, yes, the union workers got eleven grand, but GM got to close those plants. I mean, really, that was kind of the deal, right? How about we'll give you $11,000 and, and you forget uh, that we're closing plants. So GM, the way, I guess GM now has a number. Hey, if we want to close a plant, we need to charge you three, or we need to give you three thousand six hundred and sixty-six dollars uh, per plant closure. Uh, I don't think that's going to save a, a lot of plants from heading to cheaper places. Patriot Radio News Hour. Not a lot today. Listen, tomorrow will be better. Got a. It's going to. This week is going to pick up quick. Uh, so be prepared. The markets. 
could do anything and everything. We'll be back tomorrow.